0: A new super app is being developed in the Pacific that will allow people to make instant money transactions, including for remittances. Called Smarty, that app also plans to have a rideshare and cryptocurrency feature. The founder and CEO, Brett Bordene, who is planning on launching in the Cook Islands in a few months, speaks with Caleb Fotheringham. So Smarty is uh, what we call a super app, right? So everyone's obviously familiar with apps. So what this is is... A super app essentially is powered by a payment solution, kind of digital wallet system. And that is the backbone of what we have. And based off of that, we can have multiple products or as such mini apps, right, within the single application, which then makes it a super app. So once we have the payment solution, we then have other products and services that will be coming along, such as rideshare, food ordering, cryptocurrencies, marketplaces, et cetera, et cetera. So We will continue to add products on that we see that the locals as well as the tourists that are uh, visiting our Pacific Islands will need and
1: uh, can easily pay for all of those services as well. So the backbone is this payment system?
0: Yeah, exactly. So the idea is obviously you have a digital wallet within your Smarty account and you can add funds to that. You can also load up your card into the account so you can utilize that as well. And then from there you can go around and do shopping and spending and then also utilize all the other mini apps, so to say within the app, our products as well. So yeah, you'll be able to pretty much do everything uh, in your daily spending. And I mean, a, a big thing where this came up So uh, my business partner, Jimmy Glassie, is actually from 35 years in the banking industry. In short, when I showed him what we were doing, he knew straight away that this was going to be obviously a very popular product that's going to be used across the Pacific. Because we've had this challenge for years. It goes back to 2008 when I built the first e-commerce website in the South Pacific. I'm sorry, in, in the Cook Islands, I should say. Back then, the only payment solution we had was PayPal. And now you fast forward 15 years later, and guess what? The only payment solution we really have that's quick and easy to implement is PayPal. So nothing much has changed, and the issue with that is PayPal requires that you have to have a a business registered in New Zealand and a bank account. That's the only way they can pay out the funds. There is no solution within the Pacific Islands. So everyone's kind of had the challenge of not being able to easily pay each other very quickly and instantly. Obviously, now everyone's got a phone in their hand. So not being able to utilize that technology we already hold and as well as to be able to take online payments as well. It's always been a big challenge and an issue that not just the locals and businesses have, but it's also the tourists that come through are not able to easily make payments for products or book ahead of time. And now we're trying to provide that solution that will will resolve
1: all of those issues. What Smarty is trying to achieve? Has this been done in different markets around the world? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're not yeah, we're not reinventing the wheel. The
0: Super App concept is very big overseas, not even in New Zealand Australia yet, but it is in the Southeast Asian countries. So the big ones out there are Grab and Gojek, which are very, very massive across Singapore, Vietnam, Indonesia, et cetera. Uh, and then in Europe, you've got the likes of Revolut, N26, Monzo. So there are massive Super App products that are out there that are in sort of the financial tech space and we're trying to bring those concepts here but we have to custom build them because obviously we're lacking in infrastructure here with internet services specifically we're kind of customizing it to fit with our market and it's been two and a half years we've been developing it so it's been a long time and now we're pretty much right at the finish line about to to launch it to market
1: soon when do you think you'll launch it
0: We always get asked this, and I hate answering because in the tech space, there's always moving parts. But in the coming months is what we're planning to get it out to market. For for us, especially in fintech, you you don't necessarily have to have a license as such, right? People also ask us, like, are you a bank? We're not actually a bank. That's the beauty of what we're doing. A, A fintech is just a financial service provider. So it's sort of similar in New Zealand. You don't have to have a banking license as such because we're not giving loans. We're not offering the interest that's when you do have to go down that, that avenue, and that's where there's a lot of hurdles and a lot of red tape, right? So the idea for us is we're trying to provide a financial solution that it's quick and easy to sign up. You literally can do it on your phone within two minutes, and then you're off and away, and you can start shopping and spending everywhere you go. It's It's been a long road to get to where we are, but we're very close now to to launching.
1: And the... The focus point is the Pacific. Are you going to test it in the Cook Islands first?
0: Yeah. So this is sort of our launching grounds. Obviously, the Cook Islands where we're based. We know everybody here. It's a small enough island in Rarotonga, but also the country itself as a whole. That you know we're confident that we're going to get out into the market and hopefully get good uptake. Once we can prove the concept here, we're going to pick that up and then transfer it across the entire South Pacific and. I've got Jason's Travel Media, so we, we deal with nine Pacific countries. So I've already got a network and a connection there across the region. Uh, I have a fair understanding how everything runs in those areas as to business and payments, obviously. We've already kind of got a foot in the door there and, and know how we want to pick it up and move it across the South Pacific. So we do have a pretty aggressive expansion plan. At the moment, we're just looking at some really solid partnerships with businesses across the region so that we can do it, do it quickly and effectively.
1: I suppose for me, and maybe I'm speaking from a New Zealand perspective, the things that you said you can do, I already feel like I can do them. You said rideshare; I've got, I can use Uber. I can already buy things with a Visa card or cash. What's the benefit of Smarty? Well,
0: you can't do any of that here. <laughs> That's the difference. So you're talking about individual products that exist in places like New Zealand or Australia and the rest of the world. We don't have any of that here, and anywhere in the South Pacific yet. I mean, there's rideshare doesn't exist. Uh, Food ordering systems don't exist yet. We don't even have the ability to, uh, as an example, I mean, if I'm paying my staff, I have to pay them two days in advance because it literally takes two days to go from my bank account to the next bank that's 20 meters down the road. Whereas our system now, by the time you've hit pay, the next person's got it instantly. And, And all they need is a mobile number and an email address and they can receive the payments from anywhere. So same thing goes if you're paying someone in a different island, it's it's all instant. So there is no solutions like that here. I think even New Zealand have only recently sort of come out with some some fintech products. It, it's definitely bringing some ease into people's lives for transactions but another big part is of course you know we like to say what's the biggest thing we've learned from covid especially in the pacific islands you you can easily say we're 90% tourism based uh, and we all went to zero so the biggest thing we learned is we we need to diversify right we can't just be focused on that and i actually think e-commerce is the next biggest thing that the pacific islands could be focusing on and right now if a tourist comes into the market and were to buy a hat from the mama at the market she's got no way of accepting payments from them with a with a card right all she can take is cash so at the moment the mindset of the the local businesses are focused on the tourists that are coming on the island because there are no solutions for them to start looking at how can we sell internationally because there are no proper payment solutions in place we are bringing that so you know again we're opening up a huge door here for our businesses where we can just say now open up online, we can get you on a website, you can start accepting payments and you can sell internationally. So hopefully that's going to generate a lot more business for for the local operators.
1: You said, said that it will work island to island. Does that mean that somebody from the Cook Islands can send to Fiji? And then the second part of the question is, could that be used for remittances? And is that something that you've looked into?
0: Yeah, exactly. So like I said before, you know, we we're not a bank. We actually are a payment service provider. We, we don't need to be licensed as such. However, we have chosen to be. So we, we've applied for a remittance license. And that's been pre approved we 're obviously still going through the final stages of the conditions that they need to sign off to give us that license and uh, essentially that that allows us and has us audited and regulated obviously to ensure that you know we're following the the rules and the guidelines which is also which is a, a, a good level of protection for our users and our merchants and visitors as well as it is for ourselves so yes, certainly the idea is you 're going to be Able to send funds instantly and um, and very cheaply across from Pacific Islands to Pacific Islands, even within New Zealand and Australia. I mean, we, <laughs> the Cook Islands, for example, might only have. You know, let's say, 12 to 14,000 people, but in New Zealand, there's probably 85,000 Cook Islanders. So there's a lot of families across borders that are sending money backwards and forwards. So we want to help close that that gap and the challenge of being able to quickly send funds pretty much at, at, low, at no cost, if not very little cost. So, I mean, as an example, user-to-user on our system, when we launch, is completely free. Uh, so there is no fees at all, and it's all instant payments going uh, user-to-user.
1: How do you make money? Yeah, it's
0: always a big question. Look, we're not we're not trying to make money off the financial service that we have, where we would be generating the majority of our revenue is off the mini products that are on there. So the food ordering, the ride share, our marketplace, we're gonna have real estate, et cetera, et cetera. So those are sort of the products that we would look to generate more of our revenue from. We do have a small fee for the merchants. In the Cook Islands, for example, we're looking at probably 25 cents for a transaction. It's very small. So that will sort of help fund... The payment side of things but yeah we're, we're, we're looking more to facilitate and provide a quick incident and safe way for users to pay each other at pretty much no cost and that would in turn bring them into the platform and hopefully encourage them to use our other products where we would generate uh, revenue.